Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back in to another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Chiefs Training Camp Report. Day 13, a full team practice has officially wrapped. We're in the heart of training camp now as the Chiefs prepare for their first preseason game of the year coming up this Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sween, it's finally game week, even though it seems like we've been in training camp for two months. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is exciting, right? I, I think every year it, it kind of goes the same way. You're excited for the first practice, and then you're ready for pads. And then they put pads on, and then you're ready for the preseason game. I know about a quarter into the preseason game on Sunday, we're going to be ready for the regular season. So <laughs> it's coming, but it, it's it's been a slow process for sure. The Chiefs did uh, have some good news on, on Monday as defensive end Mike Dana finally returned to practice. He's been nursing a calf injury. So uh, still no Chris Jones up in St. Joe. Doesn't sound like the Chiefs have any answers as to when that's going to happen. Um, but we assume it's going to happen at some point. But nice to see Mike Dana return to the practice field for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's important. You know, and you, you talk about the line and not having Chris Jones in camp. We know about. Charles Amenehue now will miss the first six games due to that uh, NFL suspension. And so getting Dana back in the mix is huge. I think the Chiefs see him uh, as the starting defensive end uh, across from Karloftis. Not not a, not a necessarily a, a household name, but I think someone who is really coming on in his career. And if there was ever a time uh, for him to, to break out in the sense and, and get on the sack sheet this year when they, they need someone like that uh, across from Karloftis with Frank Clark going to the Denver Broncos. So, just about a week, I think it was, with uh, the calf, but uh, he was healthy enough to to take the field today, and we'll see. Uh, I'm sure him get more and more reps as we go. Yeah, and we know how the Chiefs are going to manage these things. Um, they're not going to rush anybody back. And you know, we heard from Isaiah Pacheco on Monday. He's still wearing the non-contact jersey, but he kind of said similar things. Like it's just he's like, I'm ready to go. I I'm ready to go hit people, and I don't have. I'm all gas and no breaks, but he's like, they won't let me do it. They're saying I'm not ready. So it's, it's kind of up to the coaches, but we just know that the chiefs are going to manage these things and be extra cautious when, when it comes to injuries, yeah. especially with veteran players. Yeah. And here we are, Steve. I, I just had to check my phone for the, for the date. I mean, we're still a month away from the regular season. So there's, <laughs> there's not a reason to rush anybody. If anyone is feeling sick or in anyone dinged up there's no reason to try to push through get everyone right and and have them ready to to go uh isaiah pacheco you can tell though he he's ready to have a regular red jersey i think he's sick of that non-contact yellow jersey we haven't really seen him uh in these 11 on 11 periods uh where there is that that thud in the contact they're still holding him out of that but uh as we go here i mean i i tend to think they'll want to get him some touches in a preseason game i don't anticipate that being this first one yeah 
So, I, I mean, there it's going to be I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him play any preseason snaps with it, it seems like he's ready to go. Like he feels like he is ready to go. But the team doctors have just said, no, you're not quite there. And they're going to err on the side of caution. But that that's what you want to see with, with a young player like him, too. And he's going to have a big role in, in this offense moving forward. Uh, another player that. Sorry to get a little worried about his cornerback, Legereus Sneed. Andy Reid was asked about him and just said he's still dealing with some knee swelling and they're just managing that and they're going to work him back slow. But it seems like he's been dealing with this knee issue for a while now. And I'm starting to get a little bit worried about the Chiefs top cornerback. Yeah, uh, it's kept him out of practice for a long time now. Uh, Andy was forthcoming today, though, as you mentioned, Sneed and saying that it is getting a little bit better. I guess there is some swelling with the knee. That dates back to last year. This is a thing that has been going on for a long time. So they're just being cautious right now, trying to manage that so that he is ready for the regular season. Uh, without him today, it was Trent McDuffie and Joshua Williams at the outside cornerback positions. And then McDuffie would slide in and Jalen Watson would come on. Uh, those were your top three today. Yeah. And that that cornerback room, and we've been talking about Echo Boydo a lot and <laughs> You know, he, he was a long shot to make the roster, obviously undrafted player that they brought in. And it seems like they're giving him a lot of looks, like giving him an opportunity. And now Nizzy Johnson's out for the season and Legereus needs banged up. Like there's an opportunity for him to possibly make this roster. And he's probably not going to be like a contributing member of the secondary or anything like that. But it seems like the Chiefs have really liked what they've seen from him so far in training camp. Yeah, he's a, he's a tough one because Steve Spagnuolo has given him some opportunities. With the two practices coming into today, he was starting with the first team. The problem is, is he's going to be the sixth corner on this team if he makes the roster, and he doesn't feel like a guy that has impressed Dave Tobe with, with special teams. They they had uh, Dave Tobe up there the other day and asked about Echo Boydeau, and the first thing he mentions is, well, he's 177 pounds. How could he play special teams? Now, <laughs> there are outliers that where guys can be a little bit lighter and, you know, make their, their way onto the special teams, but it, it just didn't seem like Dave was optimistic, and you're going to make the team as a sixth cornerback. You have to do that. I do think they like him. Uh, we do get Steve Spagnuolo, and we'll get to talk to him a little bit uh, about Echo tomorrow, um, but I, for me, I, I just feel like he's better suited for the practice squad at least for this year maybe he adds weight and it becomes something as you go and then you never know right we, we did say the Nazi Johnson injury you never want to see injuries happen but they do so who knows if he could work his way up to the cornerback room as it goes on and wide receiver Cornell Powell was out of practice on Monday and he's a player that you know, hasn't been mentioned a lot. And he's a guy that, you know, came in a couple of years ago and has kind of hung around on the Chiefs as like a practice squad player. But with all of the depth in that wide receiver room, it, it seems like he's it's probably going to be tough for him to find a role on this team this season. And he might be, you know, that kind of odd man out in, in the wide receiver room. So he's a player that you you, you hate to see him miss practice at this point because it seems like it's kind of a crucial moment for him uh, during his time with the Chiefs. He wasn't listed in the injuries, so I, I do wonder if if it was just personal. We didn't get to really get an update on Cornell after. Sometimes when they're not listed in injuries, they get uh, they have an excuse reason to be out of the mix. But Cornell actually has looked all right this camp. But I I just don't see the Chiefs keeping more than already seven receivers. Yeah, uh, he certainly would not be in the top seven. I I do wonder since he's been here a few years, does he get waived and maybe try to link up with somebody else uh, in another 
team's room to try to make that team because I, I just don't know how it could happen in Kansas City for him. Maybe go to a team with a, a weaker wide receiver room. It's kind of a quiet day at practice on Monday for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, running back Isaiah Pacheco, cornerback Trent McDuffie, and punter Tommy Townsend. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, I encourage you to stick around after the break to uh, check all the Monday's press availability out. But, uh, Pete, any other standouts, any other observations from Monday you want to get to before we get out of here? Yeah, but it, it's, it's been cool in St. Joe, which I, I think the players have liked. They were, were coming off the, the day off today. Uh, just continuing to have long drive periods, you know, build up that that stamina for you know what would be the regular season. As you'll hear, uh, Andy Reid was asked about Chris Jones, and and once again said uh, he hasn't been speaking uh, with with Chris Jones. So um, no real update there, which I think in a sense is an update. Uh, just the fact that these these two sides remain far apart. So we'll, we'll hopefully see that change in, in the coming days and, and weeks. He's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. Check out all of our fantastic training camp coverage at arrowheadpride.com. Chiefs are back on the practice field tomorrow as they get ready for their first preseason action of the season coming up this Sunday. We will talk to you then. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. I am Steven Serta. After practice on Monday, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, running back Isaiah Pacheco, cornerback Trent McDuffie, and punter Tommy Townsend. We'll go in that order, starting with head coach Andy Reid. All right, so um, as far as injuries go, Jody Fortson, Legereus Sneed, um, and his is better. It's getting there. We're just the inflammation we're working with. Uh, and then KT. So everybody else practiced. It was good to get some of the guys who were banged up a little bit out there. And um, um, Turk continues to progress with, with reps, the little nine on seven and so on team. So it's good, good to get him in there. Anyways, the guys are competing. It was good to get them back. They had a day off yesterday. Good to get them back in there and working. They're challenging each other, which is, which is a plus. So that time's yours. Andy, uh, you talked about Snead a minute ago. Did he have a setback or? or... Yeah, it just it swells, you know. So we're trying to keep the swelling down on that. And the better we do that, uh, you know, the better off he's going to be for the season. Andy, was uh, a minute of suspension what you expected? You know, you're never sure about those, uh, how many 
games they're going to get. I mean, so he got, you know, he got the six, and that's where, where we're at. But uh, we'll work, you know, we knew it was going to be something, so they went that direction. We'll work through it, and, and the other guys will step up and, and go. What's your message to yeah, well, I mean, it's done. So uh, he's just got to keep pushing through and make sure he doesn't slack off on the football part and then take care of business off the field. Oh, yeah, so uh, they're handling it well. We'll just see how it all works out during um, the preseason, you know, who steps up, who doesn't, and we'll just go from there. But I think we have enough bodies there to take care of it. Answer your message to him. I mean, he's just got a—he's got real time to work with you guys now. This is an important time for him to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's what he's doing. That's the frame of mind he's in. Andy, I know it's game week. Have you put any thought yet into what you're going to try to do for the preseason game in terms of mixing and matching with everybody? I haven't. No, uh, we're we're going through that though this week and making sure we get all that taken care of. But. Normally, if you have four quarterbacks, normally they get a quarter piece. So that's normally what you do, and then fit the other guys in there. But I'll give you all that late down the road here as we get it set. Andy, uh, Felix is going to be one of the guys who helps replace so many of you. Uh, what have you seen any progress from him as camp is going on? Um, yeah, no, I mean, he's had good work. Um, it looks like he's uh, cutting it loose more. So that normally means that he's picking it up a little bit better. And you're seeing him play faster. He's he's worked in there with with the ones, uh, you know, a little bit. So um, that that's also good for him to feel that. Coach, how has uh, Isaiah Pacheco progressed when it comes to the health? And when do you anticipate maybe him getting the redshirt? Yeah. So he's done very well. I mean, we're just doing everything we can to hold back on him. I mean, he's got to, you know, he, he's just got to tell him to go slow is a hard thing. So just he's got to have patience. And um, he doesn't have a lot of that, but he's doing great. He's doing great. We just have to see, you know, as it goes on here uh, with the contact part. So but he's getting good work in without that. I guess the dog days of camp, you've been here a long time, you haven't played a game yet. Luckily, it's not 100 degrees today. With your young guys especially, how have you seen them kind of get through an off day and come back and work on, on things? Yeah, the weather, the weather helps learning as you go. It, uh, the guys can focus a little bit more in. On that, I think they've done a good job with it. Retention after day off have been good. So you know they're in their books looking at things. Uh, we, we're not just calling one install. We're using all the installs, and they they seem to be able to hang with that So um, on both sides of the ball. So it's been good that way. Yeah. How overall are you pleased with the progression going into this uh, first preseason game with just the team overall? I like the way they're challenging themselves. That, that's a part you never, you never know coming in how that's going to be. But... I mean, you guys are here. You, you see it. So you, you hear it and see it. They're, they're getting after each other, but doing it the right way. But still, it's competitive out here, and that's that's a good thing. Coach, I know you're, you're Yeah, I don't know when he'll be here, but um, I tell you, any work that he can get will help him, yes. Uh, it's a pretty fast game. All right. All right, Thanks. good. Thanks. Coach says uh, you still have yellow jersey on. Coach says it's hard to make you go slow. And just and to calm down and not want to do too much. All breaks, no gas. What has the challenge been like for you to, to, to kind of do that? You know, because you made this team last year. 
All breaks, no gas. You know, we just just finding uh, the finding the intensity to, to practice every day, and that's coming out with the energy. And you know, having that energy, just being able to uh, compete. And when you love to compete, you know, you're gonna have a lot of energy showing out there. When do you want to let loose? I mean, when, I know you want to probably be out there in contact today, right? Yes, sir. But um, whenever uh, they, they allow me to go, um, I'm, I'm ready to go. Is whenever they tell me I'm ready to go. And like I said, I'm just keep working, finding those ways to get better. You see on the side, standing and having to watch a lot. How frustrating is that for, for a guy like you? Um, it's, it's very frustrating. But, you know, when you're on the side and you're getting those mental reps, you're just detailing and getting those reps in the back of the, uh, and just, you know, asking coach, what's this play? Doing those mental reps in the back, uh, it allows me to stay on top of my task. Having to wear that yellow jersey? Um, some of the players, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the late yellow jersey. But like I said, you know what I'm saying? I just come out here to work, and they know they're going to get a lot of energy out of me. So is there either I'm in the yellow jersey or the red jersey, you're still going to get energy. As you buy 2023, what do you want to improve in your own game? Um, that's finding the, 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 the little things and, and pinpointing those um, to get better at. And that's for as far as uh, understanding the blocking schemes a lot better than last year, just running, beating myself, being the O-line to the hole. Understanding the scheme, slowing down, tempo, allowing myself to see the hole. Compared to last season, how the progression of this unit is going into the first preseason game as opposed to last year? I say um, there's been a lot of competition out here for me, you know, getting a perspective on it uh, in the film, uh, just taking notes. Um, I say there's competition all the time. So then when you got competition, you got a lot of guys competing for spots. And then, you know, it's only going to show in the field when game day comes uh, how hard we've been working. I say all of them. Um, that's what I looked at last year with my class. Um, all of us stood out. And for for example, um, we got some of those younger guys asking me how was this, how was that, where do I take care of my body? Um, you know, just asking questions. And for me, I was doing the same as well. So I don't have a, a problem with sharing that information with that younger player to allow them to be the best they can be. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, we're already getting practices in day by day. Um, I'm getting whatever I can get out of it, um, and that's just work. Um, ain't taking no days off. No certain day. Um, I'm just waiting for that game day. Whenever coach allowed me to, you know what I'm saying, strap it up. I'm already strapped up right now. I'm ready to go. What, what, is, uh, what are they testing on you that say if you're ready to go? What is it? Is it an actual physical thing? Or? I'm just waiting for them to say. I'm just waiting for him to say you're ready to go. And for me as a player, I'm always ready. So I don't know when that's going to be. My approach to as far as not getting stuff, that's allowing myself to, to understand and trust the, the blocking scheme and understand how it's going to get blocked up. For me, um, just writing notes in a in a um, in a classroom of how the blocking scheme is going to get blocked up because, like I said, you got the guys that can slip off and that's the play. Um, we need all 11 guys to make the play. So for me, understanding the scheme to the pinpoint um, will allow me to uh, find a way to uh, get positive yards. Obviously, uh, you danced on the side with Clyde and Jet, man. Last year, that wasn't the case, right? You were a rookie. Uh, how much has the game slowed down for you? Um, it slowed down a lot. I'll say I trust myself and I trust the scheme, uh, the quarterback, um, and the coaches. For me, um, it's just like I said before, finding the little things that I got to get better at. And like I said, I, I got high standards, um, and um, I'm unsatisfied. Are you working on a new dance? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, what's, what's the trial period like? Test it out. Do you go to the guys say, hey, this works or that works? What's that like? When I get in that end zone, y'all going to see it. <laughs> Who's the better dancer out of there? I'm from Jersey, so you know we dance. We known for dancing. <laughs> yeah, I know we known for dancing in Jersey. Oh, I had a smoothie, good little smoothie. I don't get too crazy on the carbs or nothing, but like I had a smoothie, keep me in shape. Uh, I had some greens, uh, I had some oats, and I can't tell y'all the rest of emergency, all that good rice, good good rice stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna get me hydrated for practice. Electrons, electrolytes, yeah. Thanks everybody. How you guys doing? Hey, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, man, Sky's my dog. That's definitely someone who, compared to last year, I feel like has improved a ton. I mean, you talk about his quickness, his speed off the line, his routes, um, and just his hands. His overall just how he's become a better receiver in this league is um, something that I looked at that has helped me a ton. Um, we talk about a few guys that I go against every day, and he's one of them because he's one who's going to show me the best looks, give me the best routes, and I love competing against him every day. So it's been a lot of fun coming out here and going against Scott. lined up a lot inside this camp. Yeah. How, how comfortable are you feeling at the nickel right now? Yeah, um, I mean, this offseason I spent a lot of time at just trying to learn the uh, position a little more. I didn't play it a lot in college. You know, I've always been someone who said, don't mean anywhere I can play it, but nickel was something that I definitely had to learn. And... Coming into camp this year, uh, it's been tough, but I feel like I've learned a ton. And just the communication, having Nick Bowen on the inside talk to me a ton, having corners out there, Jay Watt, Josh, know what they're doing, and then the back end, I mean, my safety, even Mike who came in and is learning the new playbook has been tremendous. So being able to just go in there and help out, especially with Snead, who's not in all the time, still working on himself, um, is going to be helpful. Yeah, I mean, I feel like last year, especially coming back and then jumping straight inside over the course of the, in the last season. Um, he's been someone I can really just truly just look up to and just ask all the questions. I mean, he's been here three years, has done it inside, outside, and just picking his brain and just what he sees, how he does the certain things, why he lines up that way has been, for me, like teacher student type of thing. What do you guys miss without him out here? Um, I feel like it's just anytime you're missing someone who's a key factor in the defense, someone who's starting, someone who you look up to, kind of like Snead, um, I want to say something's missing, but it's just like, man, I wish he was out here. You know, you can, you can kind of feel more of a game-like rep. You can kind of see where his head's at. You can kind of get a feeling of where he's going to be, what he's looking at. So some of those things you kind of miss. But, I mean, he's there doing walkthroughs. He's there all the time. So we're just excited for him to get back out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this year, um, Spags has done a great job at just honing in on red zone. I know last year we didn't do as great as we wanted to do, but uh, this year has been a big emphasis is going out here in red zone, third down, and just being able to be the best team in there. Um, so just constantly, every day, doing some a little more, a little more, just based off of red zone, I feel like it is truly helping us. And they all go back to repetition and just make sure we trust one another out there, and I feel like we're really getting a lot better. Um, I feel like Patrick has a lot of weapons, and I'm really excited for them to go out there against somebody else other than our defense and 
kind of put on a show because each one of them has a unique skill set. I mean, you got MVS, who's a burner. You got Sky, who can do the dirty work. I mean, you got guys like Rasheed Rice who comes out here, Jay Watt. I mean, a bunch of dudes who can catch the ball really well, run really good routes, and Patrick Mahomes. With him back there, um, you're pretty set as a receiver, and these guys have done a good job of just taking it all in and going out there and attacking each day, so I feel like they're going to have a great year. Yeah, um, I mean, as far as just team overall, I feel like we've come really close to one another. I mean, last year, you look at it, there was eight rookies starting. It's a new team. We had a lot of guys that came in. I mean, Jay Reed didn't know the defense. We had a bunch of receivers who came in. So, like, this team was really pretty new, and pretty new at just relationships building and just who we are as people. And over the course of a whole year, I mean, we made all of the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, came back for OTAs, and it felt like nothing fell. It felt like the Super Bowl team came into the OTAs and started off really strong. And coming into training camp, it felt like just nothing has gone missing. Everybody's been building and building and building. And I feel like last year, we were on a different level. You know, we were a little bit farther down, still trying to learn, trying to work it out. And this year, everybody came in here confident and kind of just excited to go out there and play. And that's something that you get to feed off of each and every day. Non-Chiefs question. You went to Washington. You're yeah. a California guy. Yeah. Washington's moving to the Big Ten. It looks like the Pac-12 is going to maybe be dead. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts about that as somebody who grew up out there in that league? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I can't even picture. I, I grew up Southern California, so SCUCLA, and now that they're all the way in the Big Ten and knowing that I don't doubt it. Nobody's going to be traveling from California all the way to the Big Ten in December. Like, nobody wants to do that. So it's going to be weird. I mean, for UW, I mean, I'm excited for them. You know, it's a new opportunity, but it's crazy. I, Man, I'm still trying to catch up on why everything happened, but it should be interesting. It should be interesting. Would there be any team, if you were, if you were there when they were moving to the Big Ten, is there any Big Ten team you would have liked to have played or went against? Big Ten. Ohio State's in Big Ten? Ohio State, for sure. Recruits that are very disappointed that they went to like a school in California, West Coast. Yeah. They don't want to feel like traveling. Put yourself in those shoes. Would you have wanted? If you knew that was going to happen, would you have wanted to play at a place like that that you knew you had to go to Rutgers and Iowa? I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, man. I mean, you look at this in the NFL. We travel all over. I mean, being someone who's like, oh, I want to go to a Cali school and just stay in Cali and play Cali teams. Like that's not realistic at all. And especially when you go to a big time program. I mean. You're going to be traveling, and it's just a part of the way it is. So for guys who are looking to go somewhere and not want to travel across the country, I mean, you're looking at it all wrong. Oh, what did you have for breakfast this morning? This morning, I had oatmeal and a protein shake. What did you have in the protein shake? Oh, man, what do I have? I have some glutamine, uh, peanut butter, banana, some collagen, and this vanilla protein I use. Good. Yeah, appreciate y'all. How we doing? Tommy, all pro season last year. What are you trying to improve upon to get even better this season? Um, you know, I thought I thought it was a really, really solid year all across the board. So it's not really about trying to do anything different. It's just about you know trying to do the same things that I did and replicate it. Um, but you know, every season's different. So um, you know, just gonna take what comes at me and um, yeah, just do everything I can to you know have another good season. So. 
Is there anything in specific you're, you know, work on or something that you're trying to fine-tune or anything? Um, not really. I mean, it's just trying to work on, like, the same things that I did last year, um, which were, you know, just trying to, like, hold on to the ball a little bit longer because, like I would mentioned before, and like everyone knows, you know, Kansas City is one of the windiest places to play. So, yeah, just trying to, like, hold on to the ball as long as I can and, yeah, just really pull my leg straight through. But, you know, a big thing, you know, try and work on a bunch of different kicks and, you know, try and be a wizard with the football, just, you know, Harry Potter with the football. So, um, so, uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like as a unit, it's it's a collective goal for you know to do everything we can to make each other as successful as possible. Um, and you know that's something that we focus on every single day. Is we always try and um, you know a lot a certain amount of time for everybody. If uh, you know if Harrison's kicking, we you know we put like a lot more focus towards him and the short snaps and the field goal operation and all that. And um, so yeah, so it's just like it's all it's a it's a whole like collective thing, you know, just uh, just making sure that you know we're doing everything we can to make everyone as you know the best possible player that we can be. So, so yeah. Coach Joe find ways to challenge him each practice. Um, I mean he he's always putting pressure on me. He's always putting a lot of pressure on me. So um, that's one thing that he always takes pride in is you know making practice harder than the game. So um, and I think he does a really good job of that because uh, I do get a little nervous out here, especially the first couple practices back. You know it's really nervy and uh, you know getting everything going, the uh, just the speed of it and um, you know just say how he has our practices set up. So it uh, really gets you prepped and ready for the season. Yeah. Um, as far as like my holding, like with Harrison, um, uh, not really. I mean, everything's just about the same. Uh, you know, it's most of what um, you know, Harrison like has to has to fix is all like technical things to like relearn how to kick with that injury. Um, just because, yeah, yeah, kicking's just such like a technical thing. Like if something's just a little bit off, you know, you got to find ways to improve and fix it. So. Um, you know, we try and accommodate him as much as possible as far as like different like leans with the holds. Um, and, uh, and yeah. Tom, going back to something you said earlier, how does Tom make practice more difficult maybe than the games? How do you feel like he does that? Um, he just, you know, he just puts a lot of pressure on you to be perfect, as, you know, during practice. And that, that's not always going to happen. Everyone has their good days and bad days. But, um, but, you know, he puts a lot of pressure on us to be perfect. And, um, and yeah, just whether it's, you know, me being, sometimes I feel more pressure when I go out there and I'm doing punt return um, and I'm punting to the returners just because like I have to fire good kicks down there to the returners so they can have like a good, uh, you know, a good punt return period. And, uh, you know, if I go out there and I have bad punts, then, you know, I kind of F up the, uh, <laughs> I kind of F up the punt return period. So, so that's, that's, that's a really big pressure situation. And I like to challenge myself every now and again and go out and hit the punt return just because, you know, I have to have good kicks during that set, especially. Tommy, so. you decided to uh, change your representation. You have Drew that represents you now. Mm -hmm. uh, he's known to represent some big-name clients. What, what does it mean for you to be represented by him? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something that, um, you know, I, I've thought about the past couple weeks and, uh, you know, but at the moment I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to this season and um, just, uh, just going out and put together another really good season. But, you know, I'm excited about, uh, you know, working with Drew and, um, you know, obviously he's, he's, you know, great at representing players. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just, you know, looking forward to getting back out on the field and, you know, having another good season, see what happens, so. <laughs> this, uh, this morning, I, I usually always have the same thing. I'll go and get like a little, like a uh, little yogurt parfait, you know, granola, some fruit uh, with some honey, and then I'll do, uh, I'll do some, some eggs and sometimes a bacon, maybe some sausage. But, um, but uh, yeah, I cheated a little bit today, threw some pancakes in there. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I, ch- I try and change it up a little bit during camp, especially you know everything's so repetitive. So, yeah, just try and change it up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of been like a little day-to-day thing. You know, it's been improving really quickly, which is which is good. But um, yeah, just uh, just got twisted up a little bit last week. But um, but you know, like I said, it's been feeling really good. And um, yeah, I've been working with Glove in the training room, and uh, it's been progressing really well. So um, I don't really expect it to be lingering or anything like that. So um, so yeah, feeling good, feeling good. Oh, I mean that's definitely something I'm interested. I would love to stay in Kansas City, you know, as long as I can. Um, so, uh, so I mean, we'll see. And but I mean, like I was saying, like at the end of the day, I mean, I have to play well. So, so that's my focus at the moment. And uh, and you know, that's part of the reason why I hired Drew. Um, you know, so he can handle everything off the field and um, you know just allow me to focus on football 100 percent and you know do the best that I can. So, yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate y'all.